Oh, my head hurts. It's a good start to the pod. (laughs) There we go. There we go. Shake it out. (laughs) Is this it? This is the start. This is the first thing people are going to hear. You're welcome. You're welcome. Rate, review, and subscribe to just this portion. I'm Dustin Harder, and this is Keep On Cooking. Hello there, and welcome to Keep On Cooking, the podcast dedicated to plant-based cookbooks and learning more about the authors who wrote those cookbooks. I'm your host, Dustin Harder, and I'm so glad you are here listening today. I'm here with my sweet, darling, wonderful, handsome, beautiful man, husband, and producer of the podcast, David Rossetti. Say hello, Mr. Rossetti. Hello, Mr. Rosetti. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Your ma- did you say my, your man-husband? I did. <laughs> Thank you. I'm a man-husband. I think I meant like my man and then my husband. And my husband? It just, it just combined. My husband. Yeah. You are my husband. You are my... You are my... Till death do us part forever husband. <laughs> Really? Forever? Yeah, I mean, or how long? I mean, we'll how, see. However long you, we'll can, see how you can handle all this. <laughs> this podcast. Good alert. <laughs> good alert. So, hey, how you doing? Love bug? I'm good. I'm good. Great. It's been a kind of so, rainy, rainy day. So, like, you know, it's kind of nice to sit on the couch, watch some uh, Cobra Kai. I know you're not into that. Oh, the, you did? You went I in? I did. I did. It's... So bad it's good. No, but that's exactly what you guys... One of our favorite podcasts Uh, is My Favorite Murder. And before you judge the title, go listen to it. You'll get what we're saying. Um, But they were were talking... Yeah, it's true crime. They were talking about Cobra Kai um, last week, and I thought of you. And I was like, gosh, I hope he doesn't make me watch that. No. I mean... It's it's just so bad. It's good. It's like every that's kind of what I they mean, said though. But, we're but like 80s so good. kids, like it's just it's so eighties, and it's like these people that. Well, that Georgia was so into it though. She was like, 100. I I felt it. I laughed. I cried. She goes, but it's corny. But I laughed. I cried. But it's corny. Yep. And I yep. was like, okay, okay, all right, I'm here. So yeah, so that was kind of my day and getting some getting some stuff done. That's great. We were um today was Hurricane Sally passing through here a little bit. Oh, that's right. Not yep. bad for us, but this morning I woke up and I was terrified to like I you guys I drive from the north uh part of Atlanta through to the south side to get to work every day. So if I you're from Atlanta, it's called OTP outside the perimeter. I'm it's, not uh, from here. So there's a there's a big contingent of I, ITP inside the perimeter that will not go OTP. I want to be one of those. I people. know, I know you do, and, and we will, <laughs> we will hopefully soon. Yeah, you guys we are, are searching for a condo. Uh, you'll probably hear more about it, I'm sure, because we are losing our minds, Possibly searching for some our tears. first home to buy. Yes, we just <laughs> lost our first offer, <laughs> but actually, I'm still holding out for it. We're gonna get it and manifesting it anyway, darling. That's we're in our right. third episode. <gasps> oh my gosh, it's going so quickly. Our third episode, and listen, this is um, crazy. This one is it's special. It's, it's the our Chloe. Girl. It's our girl it's the chloe coscarelli interview um this was interesting interview to do because um chloe and i are actually buddies and we found ourselves getting lost in conversation that was not relevant to the books at all (laughs) shocker yeah you guys were you know definitely like catching up a little (laughs) bit and trying to wrap you into like okay let's Uh what's the theme Uh what's the theme what's the theme we're talking about the books but he's definitely he put that producer hat on he's like looking at me snapping i'm like writing stuff on a piece of paper and like showing it to him that's how i that's how we communicate so Mm -hmm. i don't make any noise but um but you guys have like such a history and like she's so generous with her time and love with you and you guys do like get along and like love to listen beyonce while you guys Ah! (laughs) you know like so you guys have a have a very special bond that's been kind of fun to see that i'm always you know i'll send her little messages on instagram just kind of like thanking her because she's just she's she's another one she's like such a juggernaut but she's like so generous with her time that i'm always i'm always like thanking her for just kind of as nice as she is and and generous so you're so sweet oh our our sweet little cat being louise is saying behind again hello again behind the closed door 
We should just make her a a third host, I think. I think we should. Um, Except for we wouldn't get a word in edgewise. She's a chatty Kathy, y'all, especially at 2 a.m. Or a chatty Kathy. Hold for for applause and laughter. Hold for applause and laughter. (laughs) Uh, Chloe and I do have a, a... uh, a relationship and for you guys at home you're lucky we've tightened it up and edited the episode a little bit so it's not just us talking about cats though that's always amusing um she's been an inspiration of mine from the beginning of my food journey and continues to be you know first i had her books as a vegan and i found them to be some of the most accessible and easy and fun like i i really started enjoying vegan cooking because of her um and then we went to the same culinary school not at the same time she actually went before me and then i ended up being an intern for her you hear all about it so uh in this interview she's since then become a sweet friend and mentor and i'm very grateful for her and I mean, <clears throat> for me, just kind of being on the side of it, she's even just so generous to me and like is so she's just so much she's so much fun for as busy as she is. Yeah, true. She, that girl has like so many hats. Well, everyone and, always says to me, sorry, go ahead. No, and and just is like nonstop. Like she doesn't you know, she doesn't she, you know, obstacles come up and she's just like, fine, next and she yeah. like figures it out. She does. And that the one of the things people say to me is, um, has is she as positive in real life as she actually appears to be? Even more. Even more. Even more so. And I think you're like you're looking for Yep. You're looking for like a crack in the veneer. Not like really, but like it's just not. Like it's it's, just, it's it's genuine. It's like it's 100% a genuine, genuine. She cares about people and she treats her like he, she treats her people like gold. And you guys, she's so compassionate. I have to tell a little brief story. Yes, um please. we were in what's the park in New York down by Oh, we were in Union Square. And um we were just meeting up for a coffee. We were walking around chatting and she saw somebody yelling at their dog and she was like i'm i don't know how i feel about this right now what do i do and the person looked like maybe they weren't all with it listen in new york you do not know so like you're you but she was like i'm calling the cops she did call the cops and she had me follow that person with the dog and we lost them they ended up getting on a bus with the dog but she was she is in it for the animals in the best way possible and and i mean she stopped our little coffee date dead in the tracks and was like no we have to help this dog right now it was so inspiring and that's what i mean like it's sort of her attitude in life is just like we need to be compassionate for everybody and everything and she shows it in her work ethic she shows it in her relationships and it's just was a really has been a beautiful inspiration to me and someone to be part of their world a little bit has really just given me a gift and lifted me up um, when I continue on my endeavor. So I've been so grateful. And if you're listening and you're like, who is this Chloe? Let me tell you. Chloe Coscarelli burst onto the culinary scene as the winner of Food Network's Cupcake Wars and quickly went on to write the best-selling cookbooks, 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 Chloe's Kitchen, Chloe's Vegan Desserts, Chloe's Vegan Italian Kitchen, and now the stunning and glorious, this book is so beautiful, gorgeous, Chloe flavor. Mm -hmm. In addition to books, she has been recognized for bringing vegan cuisine into the mainstream as an award-winning vegan chef and successful entrepreneur. She has been featured on Forbes 30 Under 30 and of course was the original mastermind behind the vegan fast casual chain by Chloe and also Chef Chloe in the Vegan Cafe. She has been featured on TV many, many, many times and appears regularly on the Today Show, offering up tips and tricks to keep vegan easy and flavorful in your everyday life. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Chloe Coscarelli. Um, icebreaker question. Chloe, if you could have brunch with a celebrity, dead or alive, who would it be? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I emailed you that one yesterday. <laughs> and so. this is why <laughs> I know you emailed me. And this is why if I show up to a party, never count on me for the, to break any sort of ice, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Let's see. Celebrities. I- I'm into Meghan Markle. I love her. All right. Hey, that's a, so I her. think that's a great brunch to have with a celebrity. Yeah. I would have yeah. brunch with uh, Betty White. Okay. Yes, yes. I just want to. I could have guessed that one for you. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> I want to get the scoop on all the Golden Girls stuff. Nice. Let's Love let's it. go back. Let's go back into Chloe's history. Um, you know, I'm looking at all four books right now. Four books, which is amazing. Writing a book is um, no easy task, and you've accomplished it not one, two, three, but four times. And each book is amazing. Um, what 
When you were a kid though, when you were a kid, were you, were you, what was the switch for you to go vegan? Were you vegan? Were your parents vegan? Was your family vegan? How did it all start for you? And then cooking too. So I, um, went vegan at kind of an early age. Um, I grew up loving animals and Mm. always had animals as pets. And then it just occurred to me one day that I loved animals so much, but I still ate them which is like really disgusting if you think about it, right? <laughs> yes. So yes. I agree. I'd have to um, say I agree. Yeah. Um, like what, once you realize like what it actually means to eat animals, you're sure. like, Oh God, what? Yeah. Um, so yeah, couldn't shake that thought once it came into my head. And so decided that I wanted to stop eating animals and I brought the idea to my family and They were super supportive because I come from a family with lots of food. Um, My mom's (laughs) side is Jewish. My dad's side is Italian. So it's like food, food, food. Oh my gosh. Food, food, food nonstop, I would imagine. (laughs) Yeah. So um, we basically just, me and my mom started um, deciding like how we could start veganizing some of her family recipes. And I think it was one Thanksgiving where like, we're, um, I'm, I'm just, I was vegan. So we made like a bunch of um, vegan dishes for me to eat. And then at Thanksgiving, all the regular people ate all the vegan side of the table. Yes. I was like, well, kind of upset because I didn't have any food. But then also I was like, wow, people love this. This is what people actually want. That's if you want, yeah, it's so funny you say that. We did. Um, first of all, my mom is always shocked that I won't cook a turkey anymore, and I'm like, do you not? I don't think we're connecting it. But we <laughs> did Thanksgiving at David's family like two, three years ago, I think, in Florida, mm-hmm. his family's house, and his mom was so good about everything. But then, you know, we had like probably four portions of all the vegan food, like enough for me and David. Nobody else was vegan. But his mom kept wanting to be like, well, everyone else should try it. And I'm like, yeah, well, then we should have made enough for everybody yeah. else. Then shouldn't we have? I was like, I was like, can David and I just get our portions first, please? Um, but of course, I was excited. Everyone wanted to eat it, too. Right. You know? It's bittersweet. Um, so you studied, you and I both studied at the Natural Gourmet Institute, but before that, you, you studied something else somewhere else, didn't you? Where did you go to school before that? I went to college at Berkeley in California, and then I did the like Cornell um, plant-based nutrition certification as well. Ah, I love it. Um, and then Natural Gourmet Institute came after all of that. Exactly. Then, is that correct? Great, mm-hmm. great. Um, and when... As far as TV and food, cupcake, food, food networks, cupcake wars, um, was that something that interested you from the beginning? Like your father is involved with, you know, movies and all of that. For those that don't know, uh, tell us about your father, Chloe. Tell us. Sure. Yeah. So my dad makes independent films, but um, he, unfortunately, we are um, business like sectors never really touch because he's into like horror movies which is very (laughs) different from vegan food so um yeah every time we've tried to like you know share resources and that it's it's never really worked like he had a book come out too and I like I plugged it on my social media and sometimes he'll plug my books and like we always laugh because there's just zero crossover. There's well, nothing we can do for each other. Except for me. I was at your house and I was like, Chloe, can I have a copy of his book, please? Um, oh, I, right. I used to be, when I was a kid, I would walk the, the aisles in the horror movie section at the, uh, at the, when they had rental stores, when you had to rent oh a video gosh. and I, I would pick up Phantasm and I would watch it every now and then. That's so, amazing. All yeah. right. So you're, you're our guy. I'm then. The one. I'm the one. You. Yeah. <laughs> but um, didn't you play like, uh, didn't you play extras in some of those movies? <laughs> I did when I was growing up. I would play like little monsters and stuff when he needed <laughs> tiny little humans to, um, yeah. Act would I stuff. recognize you if I if I really looked for you in one of those? No, because I always had a mask on. Ah, that's yes. what I thought. Probably okay. <laughs> All right, I'll give doesn't up require a lot of skill. Um, yes. 
I cannot act for the life of me. But, so you um, weren't you weren't trying to get into horror movies then, but did you audition for Food Network or did they seek you out? How did that happen then? Um, I saw a casting call on my Twitter feed and okay. so I actually just showed up to a random like casting call for it. And I made cupcakes and I brought them to the audition and they had me do like a little tape on camera and they're like, oh, we'll call you back in a few days with the results. And then um, I waited and they called me back and they said that I was cast to be a contestant on the show. And I'd always wanted to do like a cooking competition um, because as you know, it's just like a great way to reach people on TV in a way that's not like, it's not obviously about vegan cooking, but if we can show through our entries that vegan can stand up next to regular creations, it's just like a great opportunity to put veganism out there. Well, so I'm going to rewind a little bit. So wait, you went with cupcakes in hand to this audition? I sure did. Were you the only one who did that? No, actually. Well, did they require for people to do it? I guess that's I remember. It was so long ago. I just remember making my cupcakes, showing up with them, like having my mom actually drop me off at the audition with my cupcakes. Oh my God, I love it so much. Yeah, it was kind of a whirlwind. Well, because, and then you say, so you did you just do like the one taped audition and then they called you back and they were like, great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That blows my, Chloe, if I could tell you the what? rounds I have gone through what? when it comes to these shows. No. Because well, now everything's on, you know, they'll, they'll Zoom you or they'll Skype you. And so it's one call with uh-huh. one producer. Well, first it's a casting director. Then it's a producer. Then it's a producer who wants to talk to you more about the food and see some huh. food that you can make. And they like request all of these things. Now we'll send us like XYZ recipes and send us pictures from this. So that is okay. amazing. I love hearing that. Good, good, good. Wow. I feel like such a grandma hearing that. Because <laughs> I'm like getting to show up like I did. We all know I'm much older than you, so please. You just hit it. You hit it at the right time before it became like reality TV madness. Yeah, right? was it was over ten years ago. Yeah, which is amazing. Like, Great and place. have you? I know you do the Today Show all the time. Your spots are always so lovely on there. And you, I mean, I will say, I mean, I've said this to you before, but you. You know, it's such a good showing that you have for the vegan community. And I think mm-hmm. so many people who are non-vegan embrace what you're doing because you just, you casually speak to people about how delicious food is. And then they pick up on it and start to go, oh, hey, and there's all these benefits too, you know? Oh, thanks, Dustin. Well, you do too. But yeah, oh, I mean, I it's you. easy now because it can taste so good, you know? So it's like, I feel like I hardly have to sell it anymore. It's just like, we've arrived, you know? We have arrived. It's funny you say that too, because I was looking, you know, in um, prepping for our call here today, I was looking at book one, two, three, four. And um, it's so interesting to see in your introduction in the first book compared to your introduction in the fourth book. Mm. It's very much that tone of like the first one's sort of like, I'm going to tell you how easy this is and, and why it's accessible and how fun it can be. And the fourth one's very much like, we're here and this is great and it's tasty, but you already know that. So let's like go a little deeper, which is kind of a cool thing. Totally. Yeah. That's so cute that you noticed that. Um, Yeah. I felt like in the beginning it was more like just kind of holding people's hand into this cuisine. And now it's like, all right, we are, we already know what vegan food is. We already like it, like impress us more with it. All right. 100%. That, um, so Chloe's kitchen is your first book. That's, is that correct? Yes. Chloe's kitchen is the first one. So that's 2012. So eight years ago. Hmm. How do you feel? Um, I mean, we're talking about it already right now, but in terms of progression in just the vegan world, like, you know, how do you feel about where, where it was then and how, where it's at now? It's really amazing because I feel like for those of us that are really committed to it, um, you know, it's so obvious that it's a movement that's just only going to continue to get more popular. Sure. Um, and grow, but it's a fun place to be in to watch other people. You know, well, I'm not surprised with how far we've come with veganism. It's fun to watch kind of the surprise from other people that, um, because a lot of people have thought or still think that it's like, it's a trend or it's having a moment. And 
it's been fun to just sit back and be like, so is it, we're still having that moment. Uh, the, the moment keeps going. <laughs> uh-huh. so do you see that the moment is still here 12 years later? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's just great. I love that. Yeah, it's so true. People, it is interesting. People do really kind of sit there and they're like, oh, but someone told me um, what they say for some other TV stuff I was in. Oh, yeah. This other show I was up for, they were like, well, and this was three years ago, I think. And they were like, it's just what you do is just so niche. We don't think anyone's going to really like, really like connect with that. And I was like, okay, like have it your way, but you're wrong, you know? Great. Yeah. like, open your eyes a little bit like you can just see that it's not you know a niche thing or it's not just a trend it's 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 anyone who feels that way will be proven wrong so it's almost like we don't we don't you don't have to say anything but um, yeah I've, i've had people say to me things like um oh wow like your timing is great as in like i planned out like business timing for like and it's like no, no. Like <laughs> kindness and compassion is in style. And oh my God. Kindness and compassion is timeless. That should be like a timeless. Exactly. I'm writing it down right now. I don't know when we'll use it, Chloe, but we're going to use it. Um, now in Chloe's Kitchen 2012, I tell you, um, I got this book. Actually, when I went to the Norm Natural Gourmet Institute, um, I went there in 2014, and I think in 2013, I had um, went and taken their tour, and um, they were walking us around, and they were showing us, you know, the wall of books there, and they were like, and Chloe Coscarelli went here. They were very proud, and the minute I saw your book, I had already had Chloe's Kitchen, and the minute I was like, I'm going here. That's it. I'm done, Um, and then it was so funny right after that they go, and Bethany Frankel went here, but we don't really talk about that that much. Bless her heart. Um, But it was very, it was, it was a moment for me where I was just like, I love that woman. She's done great things. I love her books. So I feel good about this. When you're already like on the fence about something, you got that thing, it pushes you over, you know? Um, Amazing. And then then your face was on the wall. So face was on the wall about three times taller than for everyone listening. What she's referring to is we had a new CEO come into natural gourmet uh, about a couple of years before they moved their program to ice. And um, he re redecorated the entire building. And at some point I did a <laughs> promo photo shoot with them and they plastered me when the elevator opened. It was me just probably, I don't know, 12 feet tall, just standing there cooking or doing something. It was, it was very funny. Yeah. It and was I, like your head was the size of your whole body <laughs> on the wall, <laughs> like the shrine of Dustin. I kept getting people texting me going like, uh, dude, you're on the wall when we walk yeah. in the door. I was like, what are you talking about? Um, well, listen, I've cooked from Chloe's kitchen so much. The pages are falling out. Um, I want to see pancakes for dinner falling out of the book. I can literally rip the page. It's not, I don't have to rip it out. It just falls out. Uh, pineapple, not so fried rice. There's so many delicious things in here. Uh, I believe you've got, didn't you space your award-winning cupcakes? David and I were debating over this before I got on the phone with you. It was the, what the orange spiced, which ones did you win food network with? So it was four cupcakes. See, so that's, that's what we were. Nice. So now confusing. you're gonna date mine. I thought you. It was like a ginger spice something. Yeah, that was one of them. Okay, there was so- also an orange one. There was also a chocolate strawberry one, and what's the fourth one? Oh, was- tiramisu. That David's was like, David's just sitting next to me going, raspberry, raspberry, raspberry. <laughs> so yes, that was the one. And are all of them Guys available are adorable. in the books? Yeah, they're all of available. Of course they are. I love that. Yeah. Um, I really have, I mean, you would not believe these pages, Chloe. The jalapeno cornbread poppers I've made for more parties than I can even oh. say. Uh, um, the- I bet you make those so good. Oh. They're how you can't make them wrong. That's the best thing about your recipes in these books. I'm telling you, the mini av- potato skins stuffed with avocado salsa. I mean, it's always the true sign when I go through my books and they're like splattered with stuff. I'm like, oh, this is a good book. I could use this. <laughs> and I have the Mongolian barbecue seitan. I've actually made that for clients over and over again. Amazing. Uh, when I have private I'm clients. so happy. Girl, I mean, it's been a, an, an all purpose book for me on all levels. You're, um, 
the birthday cake or so, uh, the, the the cake in Chloe flavor. I don't know if you call it a birthday cake. I know one's a celebration, one's a birthday, but the cake in Chloe flavor I yes. make for like every single occasion where I need uh, any cake or any sort of cupcake. Uh, um, so someone weird. reached out to me the other day and asked me for a cake recipe and <laughs> I didn't give them mine. I told them to get your book. <laughs> I just realized what a misstep that is as like a business owner. No, no. I was like, all. I was like, get Chloe's. There's one in my book, but get Chloe's. Oh. I actually, I honestly tell people to buy your book all the time, Dustin. Oh my God, I'm not just so saying much. that because you said it first, though. <laughs> I really do. Because well, your book is the best. It's the best like current vegan book on the market for sure. Girl, ever did everyone hear that? Please, if you missed it, just press the back yeah. button on your <laughs> device you're listening to right now. Chloe Cascarelli said it. It um, really is. And are we like getting close to the one year? I believe we are. It? Yeah, it's going to be in July for Epic Vegan. Oh, it's going to be the one year, wow. which is fitting because I'm working on a sepic, a second Epic Vegan book. Uh, it's called <laughs> Epic Vegan Quick and Easy. And that's going to be, I'll be done with it in a month. Fingers crossed. Oh my gosh. Am I allowed to ask on this when the when it's coming out? Honey, of course. Um, It's going to come out, I believe, in January or February of 2021. Perfect. Yeah, nice. it'll be good. But I'm taking a a breather after this one. I mean, I'm looking at yeah. yours, and you did these first three back to back, didn't you? I did them one every year. Then I took a couple years and wrote the fourth one. But like, I know I'm trying to figure out what to do about the next one because there isn't a next one yet. But it's just like you gotta like really put everything you have into writing cookbooks. And you sure do. I'm like waiting till it like you have to be like it has to be like a calling that like hits you one day in the middle of the night. And so I'm waiting for that to hit for the next one, but it hasn't yet. Yeah. It was interesting with the Epic vegan one. I had this whole thing happen where I, I was, my agent and I were pushing that idea around to those big over the top foods. And then yeah. I was thinking, you know, a bunch of publishers said no to it. And I was like, you know what, maybe this is just really, it is too crazy and I shouldn't do this and nobody's going to want it. You know, the voices like they do in our head. And um, yeah. I got on a, a flight um, and the in-flight magazine had this over-the-top milkshake on it. And in that moment, I was I looked at it, and I was literally thinking about it all. And I was like, no, okay, this is a sign. This is supposed to happen. Wow. I actually kept that magazine. Um, wow. And for this one, I kind of went to them and said, hey, you know, in terms of Epic Vegan, like, what do you see next, if anything? And they were like, we want quick and easy. And you've already done that with Simply. But, like, do you think, like, meshing them together? And I was like, absolutely. Because after doing really Epic. But that's what I'm saying that because that goes with what you're saying. It's like, until it speaks to you, it's like yes. writing out of thin air it's just very very difficult to do you know um how long did so did you spend a year on each book Um, yeah I mean it's always tough because like you you know how it is like your recipes like some of them like come to you new out of thin air some of them you've been working on your whole life some of them have gone through different iterations um so it's always kind of like a mashup of different notes and journalings and then creating new stuff. Um, so I always have a hard time answering the question of like, how long does it take you to write? Sure, 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 sure. Well, the mac and cheese on page whatever, like, you know, <laughs> created overnight. But then that burger, I was kind of making something similar with my mom when I was 10. And like, you know, it's just always yeah. hard to pin down. It's so true. I didn't, I, I didn't think about it that way because... I got into food later. I got into food only about six years ago, I want to say, um, mm-hmm. like as something that I was actually going to do, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Now, when you got into, I was reading one of your intros, it says you got into food, sort of you were cooking for everyone at college and you realized in that moment that you loved it and that's what you want to do. Totally. I remember when I was a um, student in, in Berkeley, I was wondering like what am I gonna do when I graduate? And <laughs> I had a lot of friends that seemed like all my friends had very clear paths for med school or law school or business school. Sure. And I was just like, none of this is speaking to me, but I know that I love 
like throwing parties and making vegan sushi and tempura. And I know that I love doing vegan brunch for all my friends on Sunday. And when it's finals time, I like to go into the library and like bring people muffins and cookies to get them through the night. Oh my God. You totally, if I were like studying for something, I'd be like, oh my God, here she comes. She's got the muffins and cupcakes. Ah." Totally. I would smuggle them in and like (laughs) pass them out to like friends and people I knew. Um, yeah, and then I realized like when I was trying to like stay up all night studying for an exam, you know, I would see my friends pull all nighters studying. And when I would try to do that, it was just, I really felt like I was dragging my feet. It was hard to do. But then it like, when it was like my roommate's birthday and I had to make her birthday cake, I'd stay up for like two nights straight with no sleep. Cause I'd be so excited, like creating some like masterful tiered birthday yeah. cake. And so I was like, wow, this is like what I love concentrating on and working on. And my mom was like, you should just go to culinary school when you graduate. And I was like, what am I going to do after culinary school? (laughs) Like, that's not a real career. Um, And she told me to learn about cooking and food like it, it couldn't be a waste. Even if I did nothing, it's like a lifelong skill. So oh. I put myself into it. I love that. Shelly, shout out to your mom, Shelly. The best, the best. We love her so much. By the way, this is not live, right, Dustin? Correct. It's not live. Okay. So She's can- been asking me every single day this week. Tell me when when are you doing it? And then I mentioned her that we were speaking, and she was like, "You didn't tell me in Ninja Tuning," and I was like, "No, no, it's not airing. I promise, I will tell you." When oh my is. gosh, I love. It. Do you know? Does she listen to podcasts? Do you know? She will be listening to this podcast. Very excited. <laughs> I did a different podcast last year and my mom was very confused at the concept, but eventually. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I had finished. We had recorded 20 episodes and we had finished. It had been a couple months and they had, they had been airing. And finally she goes, I just listened to your podcast. And I was like, oh, took you a minute, but all right, you got it. You oh. did it. I loved it. <laughs> it was so funny. Um, now. When you were thinking then, okay, and your mom are talking about it, you guys are talking about you going to culinary school, did you have, and you're saying, what am I going to do with it after? At what point, because I know there was a turning point for me in culinary school where I I had, you talk about, we had that, you know, the light bulb moment. I had it in, in culinary school where I realized what I wanted to do with it. But did you, when did that come for you? Did you see this happening as the brand you've created or like, when did you have a moment of like, okay, I see it now. This is what I want to do with food. This is where I want to go with it. And this is how I want to, you know, make my mark in the food world. Not really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of just like one thing happened after the next. Sure. Um, and I've never really known like what's right in front of me, but I've just known to keep going. Um yeah. I mean, when I look back on my career, it's like I never could have guessed any of it. Um, But also I'm like, wow, I can't, how did I even know to like hang in and keep going? Because like the next step has never been obvious um, or like planned out. But I think being driven, and I'm sure you can relate to this, being driven by a bigger mission, which is to save animals and people that vegan food is delicious and there's no reason to be eating animals. um, You can have an amazing, fulfilled, exciting life off of plants. Um, That mission, if, if that speaks so, so loud and clear to you, then it's almost like you don't, really need to know what steps you're going to take to get there. You figure that out second. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. I mean, it's, um, did a lot of things before this. David just gave preach hands in the air. He said, yes. Amen. Hi, hi, David. (laughs) (laughs) Um, we, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. There's things I did in my life before I got into food and while they were fulfilling, um, nothing has been more satisfactory than when I sort of, stop Mm -hmm. trying to do something that was completely for myself. Like I used to be an actor and then I started working with animals that I took care of in theater and suddenly my life depended, everything depended on their safety, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, I felt, I felt like a purpose then. And then with this, I also feel with food like this, that I, I have a purpose to deliver things that people can tools for them to be able to live a plant-based life, you know? And that Mm -hmm. does put some power behind it. I never even actually thought about that. 
Tell you well, all that. I know we're always our own worst critic. Oh, and yeah. I look back on my life or accomplishments or setbacks. It's like it's more cringing than anything because you actually had to live through the pain of it all. But I just want to say that when I look at your career trajectory, Dustin, like I just feel so warm and fuzzy and have so much pride. Like watching you from the sidelines has been absolutely amazing and inspiring. Seeing like how far and how much you've built just in the time that we've known each other has been like, you're like a miracle and an inspiration to anyone who wants to pursue cooking because I couldn't have even imagined everywhere, everything that you've covered in the short amount of time that you have. Um, so thank you for giving me that joy. Oh my gosh. Thank you. That is like the sweetest thing. I can't, I, you, I, I appreciate that so very, very much. I, I was very lucky. And this is something we didn't explain either in the beginning. I started, basically, I started my food career as an intern for you. I mean, it was after at the end of your program at Natural Gourmet, you have to do the uh, intern hours. And at first, I I was dreading it because I was like, I can't do a restaurant. I'll lose my mind. Like I did not get into this to like necessarily work on the line Mm -hmm. in a restaurant. You know, I wanted to create, but I didn't know how yet. Um, And somehow it can't, I think I went in and was like, does Chloe need anyone? Does Chloe need anyone? Cause they briefly mentioned it before. And at first they said no. And then I met you and even you, you were kind of like, I don't know if I have enough for you. And I was like, I will make photocopies for you. I'll do anything you want me to do. And you were still like, I don't know. But if something comes up and literally the next day you called me and like suddenly your world turned upside down and everything got crazy, crazy busy. And I remember your attitude from the beginning because I remember saying that being like, well, I don't really know like what's happening with me, what I have going on. And you were like, listen, we're doing this. You said we could do it, so we're doing it. I'm showing up on Monday, and if you have a problem with that, let me know. And I was like, oh, this he's going somewhere. He means business. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Little did I know you were like, yeah, the most incredible force that I'd ever met. And then going to your book signing last year at Orchard Grocer was just so beautiful and wonderful. Seeing the lines around the block of all your fans waiting to meet you and try your food. I was just like, you make my heart explode with everything you've accomplished. Oh my gosh. Well, it wouldn't have, you know, you gave me the best advice and everyone needs to know that Chloe also let me do a mock interview that is hidden away on tape somewhere. (laughs) Um, But I came to you when my internship was ending and I said, Chloe, I'm starting this thing, the vegan roadie. And you did two things. You gave me a piece of advice and I was telling you all about it. And you looked at me and you were like, listen, if this is what you really want to do, go for it. Like, don't wait, just do it. And like, that was, I've taken that with me in every little thing as, as mm-hmm. different things. Cause it's like you said, you didn't know what was happening next. Other things just started coming. And that's exactly how it was for me with the vegan ready. Right. Like I didn't know what was next, but things just started happening. But I think part of that was, is just having that forward momentum thinking that I really did get from you where you were just like, if it's your idea and you really feel passionate about it, don't wait on it. Don't sit on it. Just go. And I did. So that's the first thing you did. The second thing is that you, uh, I came to you and I said, I, you know, I'm kind of nervous. I'm going to do these interviews with chefs and restaurants. I said, can I just do like a mock interview with you? And you were like, yes. You were like, <laughs> But do I have to put makeup on? And I'm not going to like, can we just like chill? I was like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I remember that. I remember I looked disgusting. I was you like, you did not. Yeah. But you I remember you were like, oh, yeah, it'd be good to practice. And then I thought maybe you actually needed practice or something. So when I we did. Had- no. And then I remember the second we started, I was like, well, this guy doesn't need practice for anything. You are, you were born ready for everything you want to do. And Get out in the world and do it because you were running circles around me. I was like, oh, wow. Well, I was just asking you if we could listen to Beyonce all the time. And you you happily said yes. Um, <laughs> as Ashley, our dear friend Ashley. Oh, by the way, Ashley has a book coming out at the same time <gasps> I do. So yes. exciting. 
So you guys are a friend who also did an internship with Chloe, who graduated with me from The Natural Gourmet. Her name is Ashley Madden. Uh, her Instagram is Rise Shine Cook. She also did the photographs for Epic Vegan. Um, she has a cookbook coming out in the same time mine is, I think January, February 2021. Oh my God. That I is know. Gonna be a gorgeous book. I cannot so wait. So gorgeous. And she's doing all the photos herself. And she like she lined that contract up and she's getting a photo for each recipe. So it's looking nice. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't wait for it. And I'm so proud of her. I'm just so happy that that's happening. So look at Chloe. Two of you babies got cookbooks. Yay! I love it. So Chloe's kitchen was the first, and then we moved into Chloe's vegan desserts. Did you gain 200 pounds doing Chloe's vegan desserts? You know where I gained 200 pounds? I think <laughs> I think more for the Italian one where I was just like Ooh. making bread and carbs all day. Um, yeah, I eat so much sugar that the desserts didn't really shock me because I already <laughs> just in my normal life eat dessert yeah, every It's day, just so. part of my diet. It's fine. Yeah. Fine. Don't worry about it. I, I got to tell you, this is, again, I made so many things from here and I, I – what I love about this book too is it's that very um if you want a book on I mean yes it's a desserts book but it it is a a very expansive book when it comes to like straight up baking. So mm-hmm. to anyone out there looking for like a vegan baking book, this is a fantastic book for that. I mean you've got very creative things in here but then you've got the staples things really want like oatmeal raisin cookies and peanut butter cookies and chocolate chip cookies, german chocolate cake, apple pie, like really those staples that America wants and they think they can't have anymore when they go vegan sometimes, you know? Uh, thanks, Dustin. Yeah, of course. And I, I mean, and then of course, we've got the award winning here it is. Oh, I see it right now. It's the chocolate orange cupcakes with candied orange peel. Yes, girl. Mm. Do you remember what round on Cupcake Wars you won that with? How many rounds were there? I think that was the last one. And the candied orange peel, that's a Shelly recipe. My oh, mom. Shelly! Mm. Oh, we yeah, love her so much. My mom, we love Shelly, and Shelly loves you, Dustin. <laughs> we, she always made me candied orange peels, and like, I don't know, it sounds, I don't know if it makes anyone listening sound excited, but like, because some people, that's like really not an exciting concept to them. But for me and my mom, we're like obsessed with candied orange peel, especially different that I love chocolate and orange combo and I got it from my mama. And do you like chocolate orange or are you not so into that idea? I love chocolate orange. I love strawberry orange. I love chocolate orange. I love lemon orange. Like I, I, I mean, I mean, lemon chocolate, strawberry chocolate, all those things. Yeah. 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 I love chocolate on any kind of fruit. I love just chocolate. You've got, are the truffles in here? Or truffles might be in the Chloe's kitchen. I mean, my point that I'm trying to make to people is that it is, a book that is just very expansive in terms of like what you're offering up in terms of desserts, you know, it's, it's really, really great. Um, the Italian one. So we're, we're going through here cause we're going to get to that glorious flavor because there's a shift I feel like between these three in flavor, which is really exciting Yay. to talk about, but the Italian one, David and I, there's a garlic, gosh, what is it? It's like a, um, it's the bow tie pasta. Here it is, bow ties and garlic cream sauce. Mm. So I will tell you that David and I have made this across the country for, yeah, no like, way. you know, we've got pops of friends all over the country from where we've, you know, traveled when we've been on the road with shows and stuff. And it's always, you know, I think you're like this. I feel very much. Like, it's my gift to people. When I go there, I'm like, no, no, let me cook. Like, that's what I have to offer you. I may not bring flowers. I may not bring wine, but I'm going to bring you a whole meal, you know, probably a three-course meal at that, like a salad. I love when you bring food, Dustin. Remember oh, when you made me pizza? Oh, I made you all. You got. You were so great. We got. We got your team together, and we threw down on some pizza. That was fantastic. Dustin so threw good. us a pizza party, and it was. It was like the most magical night of my life. I'll never forget the Christmas tree. That was insane. Uh. Yes. Well, Tell them about the Christmas tree. <laughs> well, so in Epic Vegan, there's a. Uh, what is it? Festive cheesy spinach bread is what it's called. Uh, yeah, so it's I like want a, it right now. <laughs> it's a. We have to be careful. We we can only make things like that. Like David and I want to make stuff like that all the time. We have to be like, no, no, we got to like wait till there's a party. But then if we do make it for a party, we have to make sure we get dibs on it right away so that we get a couple pieces because the minute somebody takes a bite, it's gone. Yeah. It's basically a, a, a pizza dough stuffed with 
cheese and cream, like cashew cream and spinach. It's delicious. So I've never been to Artichoke Pizza, which is not a vegan place. Ah, it's not. But I imagine that your Christmas tree is like as close as I'll get to it. And as close as I want to get to it. (laughs) (laughs) I have been there because I've been vegan, I think, just a little over 10 years. So before I went (laughs) vegan, I I had many slices there. And Mm. in my first book, Simply Vegan, there's a flatbread I designed that's actually after that pizza. So I don't know if you're feeling, feeling like baking something. It's really easy. It's on pita bread. And it's basically, again, like a cream sauce and the spinach and the artichoke. But you know what you 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 should just look up what it is and create your own because it would be amazing i think i just need to make your christmas tree do you think i would mess it up or do you think i could do it (laughs) i think you'd be great please all right give me a break give me a break add that to the quarantine to do's well what well but we're on pizza what's your favorite kind of pizza ever or what's your favorite kind of pizza from your italian cookbook it's a crumbled sausage and mozzarella pizza, and um, that's like my go-to recipe that I make whenever I make pizza. How have I not made that from here? What is the sausage made out of? Oh, gosh, Dustin. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know, I have made, there's a couple other favorites I have in this book. The baked tempeh and mushroom cream sauce blows Ooh. my mind. But wait, oh. I'm sorry. I bre- I blew past that. What's the sausage made out of on that pizza? Oh, you know, oh, I've made the white, I was going to say it's right by the white wild mushroom pizza. Mm. I, I made that one. But I've not made this crumbled sausage and mozzarella. Sausage, walnuts, mushrooms, walnuts, fennel. Oh, mushrooms. honey, all the good stuff. Fennel, mm. so good. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, so smart. That looks amazing. Well, now I'm going to make it. Done and done. Do you, do you have a favorite cookbook? Like, or or... vegan. (laughs) No, I'm not even joking. That's, that's, that's my answer. I love, I love you for that. Do you have, do you have like, what was your first vegan cookbook that you got? Do you remember? Oh God. It was like some book without pictures. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I love that. Yeah. My mom got all sorts of the like, like early vegan cookbooks that some were more like pamphlet style. Um, I have, I definitely have one like that. I went to the pamphlet one. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. (laughs) I've got such a collection of cookbooks now. It's become a little bit of a passion for me and um, because I just think it's very interesting and the market has become, as you know, the market of vegan cookbooks, it's become very saturated. So it's hard to sift between what is, you know, a lot of people ask me for suggestions all the time. It's hard to sift through mm-hmm. things and tell them what I think is going to be really great, you know, yeah. um, especially if they're asking specific things. But back to back to vegan Italian kitchen, Chloe's vegan Italian kitchen, the baked tempeh and mushroom cream sauce. Girl, it's one of my absolute favorite things in here. And then you actually, and I don't know if it's in this book. You might have put it in an early. Is the eggplant Parmesan in here? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So Chloe, I don't like eggplant. Can't stand it. I think it's what? Yeah, I think it's a cruel, cruel um gift from the universe. Um why do I feel like you've done something with eggplant bacon? No, I just did a carrot bacon and I yes. Because that's so simple. Just fry that up. It's so tasty. Amazing. Um But so I had some eggplant come in like a CSA box and I was Mm. like, oh my God, what am I going to do with this? This is disgusting. (gasps) I love it. It's so mushy and good. Oh, you just said it. Mushy. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) Well, so I was like, what am I going to do? And of course I pulled out the Italian cookbook and I made the eggplant Parmesan. And I have now made it like three or four times after that. Stop it. No Swear to you. Now, I'm not saying that I'm an eggplant lover. Lover. Not saying I'm an eggplant lover. I'm not saying that I've transitioned into it or I'm creating eggplant recipes at all. But I will say that I have happily made that recipe several times. Um, And I've also made the butternut ravioli with brown sugar and crispy sage because I'm impressed at how easy you made a ravioli to make. Yay! I was like, geez. When you wrote the first book, did the publisher find you? Or were you, after Cupcake Wars, were you like, I'm going to write a book now, and now let's do this. I'm going to find a publisher and get this done. The publisher found me. Fantastic. Fantastic. And then the first three books are with the same publisher, right? Yep. 
So as you kept rolling along, like, was the first idea right away, was it Chloe's Kitchen, an expansive book on like all the things? Or were they like, hey, we want dessert first? And you were like, why don't we do that for the second? Or were you like, I want Italian first? And they were like, no, no, no. So you brought it back the third time. Like, I knew for my first cookbook that I wanted it to be sweet and savory because I really wanted to show bring people into my vegan world. And I felt like to do that, they needed dinner and dessert. Um, So we knew I wanted it to be both. And then afterwards I was like, why not dive into desserts? Why not dive into Italian? I kind of just took each step as like whatever I felt like testing. That makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. No, I love that. The Italian one's a little uh, thicker than the other two. What did you find? I mean, honestly, if I could do an Italian book, oh, swoon. Did you just have so much fun with this? I just feel like it's one you must have like dove right into. There's just so much good when it comes to Italian. I really loved writing my Italian cookbook and it it was really well received and it did really well. Um, yeah, super fun. I, I think that people... I think Italian is like a popular cuisine to cook at home. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I've only seen, I have one other vegan Italian cookbook. I'm sure there's more than that one other, but um, yours is, sure there are, but I, yeah. I don't know what the other one is, but yours is because I think I've opened it once because why go to that one when I have Chloe's vegan Italian kitchen? Oh, now, thanks, yeah, of course, when we look at your books and we've got those first three and then we take a break and we come back into Chloe flavor. Did you sense there was a a massive amount of growth? And can you elaborate on it a little bit, like the time between writing the three and Chloe flavor? There's been growth in the community in terms sure. of like, um, like I said, my very first book, it was really more of an introduction of like, what is vegan? Why vegan? Um, and really a little bit more educational. And I was able to, by the time that I put out Chloe Flavor, I think vegan cuisine was more widespread and people had already, you know, learned some of the basics. So there was room to play beyond that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think in general, usually the, um, the books that I write, they're kind of a reflection of my own kitchen and what I'm feeding myself. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I, I hope to continue to write, keep writing cookbooks and, as the years go by, just kind of show, yeah, what's, what's changing in my own home, what I'm, what I'm eating and what I'm liking and what I'm buying at the grocery store. Yeah. But that's sort of the joy that I see in it, that we, we feel as readers, especially people and people have been following you since cupcake wars. We feel Mm -hmm. that we've come along on the ride with you. And I think that's, um, just a really beautiful thing that we're able to sort of embrace that. And, and you've, t- you've taken, you've happily taken people with you, you know, you've let them in. And I think that that's very, um, I don't know that that makes you very accessible to people and makes the whole idea of being vegan a lot easier too. Again, this is chock full of recipes that are creative and easy, but also things that you want to know and love. And it is, it's called birthday cake. I'm telling you, I've made this as a cake and as cupcakes several, many times. Um, and since you've since you've gone into this, you've now how many times have you cooked dinner at the James Beard Foundation? Ah, twice. Twice. <laughs> you've invited me each time, and each time yeah, I was, I was going to say, were you town. busy? No, <laughs> right. I wasn't. I was out of town, and it's the most devastating one of the most devastating like uh, declines I've ever had in an invitation. <laughs> I was like, time. why do I feel like you were with me on that? And then I remembered because it was that I was thinking of a time that I cooked for that um, Humane Society gala, and you weren't there, but you there was a lookalike in the kitchen. That oh, like. please. Do you remember this? I was, we, my whole team was texting you from the kitchen being like, there's a guy in this kitchen. He looks like Dustin. He talks like Dustin, but he's not Dustin. And we thought you were with us that that time. Oh my gosh. I do remember that a little bit. (laughs) Sriracha tempeh Alfredo. I make this one all the time. I love it. I mean, I don't know. I can't scream enough great things about this book um, because it really is just an evolution of where you were and where you've come. And it's, it's like, we just keep going with you. So I can't wait to see what the next book brings to us. I feel like it's just going to be Chloe flavor elevated again, you know, and I, I, I can't wait for it. What's, what is, what's a favorite uh, appetizer, entree and dessert from this book? And that's how we'll kind of give people a little tip on what's in here. Ooh, sure. Okay. Um, 
My favorite appetizer in that book is maybe the apricot sesame cauliflower wings. Oh, please. My goodness. (laughs) Entree, I actually love the red Thai curry bowl. It's super easy and really hearty. And my favorite dessert in that book has got to be the Black Forest cherry cake. Mm. Oh, David's like, that's it. I have to make that for David now. I kind of wish you wouldn't have said you it out loud, but I'm glad you did. And everyone else should make it at home. Uh, you guys can get all of her books. But before we let you go, we're going to do a little rapid fire with you. All right. Uh, okay, so we've got 10 questions for you. Rapid fire. Here we go. If you could live in any country, where would you live? Um, I'm really bad at rapid fire. I, I'll... <laughs> I'll go with Italy. <laughs> I had a feeling you might say pasta. That. That's good. Okay. Pasta. Hey, uh, a celebrity you want to make dinner for? Ronda Rousey. Oh, I don't know who that is. I'm gonna have to look up who that is. <laughs> she's a female MMA fighter, but she's really cool. Oh my god, I love that. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, cupcakes or donuts? Donuts. Yes. Favorite Don't spice. Don't tell anyone I said that. I feel like I was I feel <laughs> like that was definitely the wrong if there's a wrong answer, I picked the wrong one. No, but. no, no. That's good. Donuts. It's it, they're both good. You can't go wrong. Uh Great. favorite spice to cook with. Smoked paprika. Ah, that might be my favorite too. Um, finish on everything. It makes it better. I love it. Um, most frequently used tool in the kitchen. Mini offset spatula. I- Good for avocado toast or cupcakes. I asked you that question four years ago and you said the same thing. You're sticking to it. Did I really? Yes, that's amazing. What is your most... I usually have one in my purse. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to have to keep one in my car because you know I got a car now. Um, (laughs) What is your most used emoji on your phone? The... um, The the gold stars where there's like three little... Uh, It's like a twinkle. Yep, yep. Uh, if you weren't a chef, mine is the shrug one. The shrug, like, oh, that's my the most used emoji. That's funny. Um, I just discovered that I, one. I did too, like a month ago. Now it's my most, Sorry, my most used is... one. Um, if, <laughs> nice. if you weren't a chef, what would your dream job be? I wanted to be a dentist. Oh, oh I could see that. I'd be happy if I went to the dentist and you were working on my teeth. Yeah, it's like detail oriented. Yeah. What's your favorite pasta dish and why? God, I just feel like these answers are so boring, but I'm going to go with vegan mac and cheese. Oh, that's Sorry. not boring at all. That's perfect. Sorry for being so boring. Uh, who was your childhood? I love it in every form. Yellow, white. I, me, okay, sorry. Me too. Sorry. I love mac and cheese in every form, too. No, 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 please. You can talk about <laughs> mac and cheese forever. Uh, who was your childhood actor or actress crush? <laughs> Didn't have one. There you go. Sorry. That's all right. Too goody goody. <laughs> Uh, song you sing at karaoke or if you don't sing a song at karaoke what song would you sing at karaoke oh some anything disney oh i love it that's great there's your rapid fire good job good job okay i feel like i failed that sorry Dustin. you did great i loved it now we've got one more thing i'm gonna ask from you uh it's a little thing we do at the end called book brag book brag so this is your moment tell us something that you're most most proud of or like something that's happened because of these books like one one thing that you're you're you want to brag about or you're most proud of it can be about one of the books or collectively about all four um book brag I guess I enjoyed writing my cookbooks because it let me learn more about food photography oh I love that and yeah I feel very proud of what I learned from learning about shooting food and I feel like if I hadn't had all the books and experiences of like seeing a lot of things work and not work, then I wouldn't have been lucky enough to force myself to really learn about it. Yeah. Yeah. Does, does that work? Yeah. That's okay. great. I remember I was yeah. talking to you about one of them. Anyone out there, you know, yeah, I was going to say, if anyone's out there thinking of writing a cookbook, that's definitely like a bonus skill you'll probably oh, pick up. Oh, 100. And now if they're in, looking at you to write one, they want you to do both. They're like, but can you do both? So it's, it's a great great thing to learn and i know in in one or some of these you really? sh- you shot some of the photos didn't you i have yeah yeah, yeah. I, I thought you did pieces of it 
Well, listen, Chloe, that's it. You're the best. Oh, you're the best, Dustin. Thank you. Thanks so much. This was so much fun. Thank you, David, in the control room. And <laughs> I can't wait to hug you guys both soon. We can't wait to hug you. Thank you for your time. You're a diamond in the rough. I adore you. I'll talk to you later. All right. Love you guys. Love you bye too. Bye. Wow, 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 wow. That Chloe, I, I mean, tell you. She's, it's, everything she does is fun. Yeah. Everything she does is like thoughtful. You know, she, I, she gets a lot of inspiration from like her family recipes mm-hmm. and kind mm-hmm. of like, and just like makes it easy and accessible and pretty and yeah fun and you know it kind of doesn't take herself too too seriously and she, i just she's such a doll she's really inspired me too and uh i say inspired so much i know uh, there are words that i am catching that i'm like yeah i need to keep like a little pad that says like okay you said juggernaut already well when so i first started doing uh the vegan roadie i said amazing all the time if you watch the first episodes of vegan roadie amazing um it was drew the cameraman's job if i said amazing he'd have to stop me and we'd start over again if you count how many amazings there are you can maybe <laughs> win a free cookbook <laughs> which we'll get to the free books in a minute but what you guys um i just want to say she has been influential to me in the way she also treats her team always. So as I've yes. moved on and I've had teams of my own, um, it's we're all equals. We're all doing a job. We're all there for a purpose. And we all can't get to the end line if we don't have each other. And that's sort of how she works. And um, it, it's just always been uh, so inclusive the way she works. So I'm really proud to sort of that. That's been one of my biggest takeaways from her. And I'm proud to carry that on. Because even in the vegan community, um, you know, there are people that are in it for the competition all in it to be like on top. Um, and she kind of imagines she is on top while still being compassionate and like, and grounded. She sends you, you know, gigs she can't do or like, yeah, she reaches out to you. Like I'm having trouble with like a rest, you know, like, and you the same, like it's just so, it's so inclusive. It's just so great. Now I did notice that you guys, um, did not talk about, by Chloe. Uh, yes, that was purposeful. Why don't you kind of tell us about why? Well, so there's a history with By Chloe, and Chloe's no longer connected. Some of you know that, some of you don't. I see people are like, oh my gosh, By Chloe, I just went there in Chloe Coscarelli. So, for those of you that are still connecting By Chloe with Chloe Coscarelli, I just want to say, take this moment to say to everyone with conviction, the only place to get food from Chloe Coscarelli is literally a place that is backed by her, where you see her face and she promotes it on her social media, which usually means a pop-up. I don't. We didn't even get to talking about her wildly successful pop-up, Supernatural, she had in NYC twice, sold out, lines around the block, and I watched her. She greets those customers in the line, she uh, cooks in the kitchen, she busses tables, she's with us in the prep kitchen. You know, I mean, I was slicing mangoes with her at like six in the morning. She works so hard and um really i so i just wanted to say if you want her food follow her at chef chloe and that's how you know how to find her eats and uh, when they're when they're up for sale you know but for now you can get her books anytime you want okay so now we come to the part of the show because <gasps> now we have like that we have that thing that's yeah, you like made it a, a thing. part of the show you made it, made a, it thing. a thing as producer you put me i want to be a producer you put me on the spot basically is what you did um it's a little rude but i'm here for it dish so it's just going to be like a little tip a little tidbit can be small can be big um to kind of give that home cook um some power some some uh empowerment to you know experiment and do what they do so what's your What's your dish this week? So, okay. Uh, you know, spiralizing vegetables is like a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Vagetti. What is... Oh, like a vegetable that's spaghetti. spaghetti. I thought that was a specific vegetable that was spaghetti. <laughs> and I was like, what is that? It sounded sounds, very dirty sounds, sounds to like start dra- with. It sure yes. does. Sounds like a drag queen. Ladies please and gentlemen, stage, please on the stage. Vagetti. Uh, <laughs> so I, I like spiralized vegetables. I wish I ate more of them. I always think I'm going to do a bunch of them. I got this cute little spiralizer this last year and then I don't. But, um, when I was, there is a spiralized veggie recipe in my new book and I did it. And then I, it was a vegetable. It was a carrot or something. Uh, cause there's a bunch of different ones, but I had done a bunch of vegetables is my point. And then I had an apple sitting there and I was like, <gasps> can you spiralize an apple? Y'all, I spiralized an apple, 
And then I put like a peanut butter sauce on it. So I'm just saying, play with your spiralizer. That's my tip. This can be easy. See, just like play with your fruit. You know what I mean? As I think our common theme here is like play, play with, with your, your fruit <laughs> or food or fruit. No, play with your fruit. I think that that's <laughs> yeah. our that's our new. Uh, that could be that could be f- our first merch. Play with your fruit. Play with your fruit. Don't be afraid. <laughs> To touch your plums. Wow. To bob your apples. <laughs> wow. Wow. You to, guys. <laughs> to toast your coconuts. Wow. You're getting a whole side of Rosetti Man, that I didn't I need know to he say would ever share. I need to like pocket some of Yeah, I was going to say, you're giving it all away. To giving it all away. All right. So first merch is play with your fruit. Play with your fruit. Don't go, hey guys, just do it safely. Just do it safely. Just but do it safely. Play, do and we're spending a lot of time indoors, so just play with your fruit. But listen, merch is gonna cost you. You know it's not. Some cookbooks that were given away. Wait, in, wait, wait. For free? For free. Free dollars. Yeah, do you know how much free cost? Free. Free. It's, it's for free. free. Zero dollars, zero yen, zero pesos. So all you have to do is a few simple things. Yeah, David, tell them what they have to do to uh, get some free cookbooks. This is crazy. Crazy bananas cuckoo. Crazy bananas. Bananas. Um, bananas. So yeah, bananas. Um, we're just giving just, shout outs to all of our favorite podcasts. We can't help it. You guys listen to the podcast bananas. Bananas. Um, they're hilarious. Um, so uh, about the cookbooks, super easy. Um in in order to to get your help uh since we are a new podcast um we need those reviews so if you can you know type up your most amazing top-notch uh rating and review on apple Podcasts, so that for the next seven weeks till november 10th um we have those reviews for keep on cooking pod uh, on apple podcast and rate review and subscribe all three for your chance to get a free cookbook yes i said free um, so every person who rates and reviews will be entered in that raffle for a cookbook. So go do it. Go grab your your sister, your pet guinea pig, whoever is eligible to write <laughs> to write these reviews. Whoever they, can write that review, we'll take it. We will take it. A rate review, um, a subscribe, preferably a, a, a five star rating. But you know, you do hey, you. I, you do I have no you. control you. But if you like I it, let us know. Stars. I would do five stars. That was just me. Yeah. But so your reviews really, really help, especially in these first episodes, as we kind of get some, some hopefully some people listening and uh, and. Uh, reviewing and subscribing. Yeah, and of course, you guys, if you like the pod, please tell everyone you know. We appreciate you taking the time to listen today. We know your time is valuable and there's lots of things you could be putting in your ears. We appreciate that this podcast was one of them. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at The Vegan Roadie and find out more about us and the podcast at veganroadie.com. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and we'll see you next Tuesday. Keep on cooking and remember, it's nice to be nice. This has been a Muzzy Cat production.